Hello there, everybody. It's G here, ready for story time. How are you guys all doing? Is everybody doing wonderful? Are you guys ready for a story? I'm yes, I know you are. Today we're going to be reading Disney Pixar's Ratatouille. Now, Ratatouille is a meal. Yeah, it's a French meal. So this book is all about cooking. Mm-hmm. All right. I need everybody comfy, cozy, and ready to read. Are you guys done? Got your blankie? Oh, look at there. Curled up on a couch. Perfect. Well, let's get reading on Ratatouille. Deep in the French countryside, a colony of rats sifted through a compost heap for food. It was a dirty job, but Remy had to sniff all the scraps of bread, vegetables, and who knows what else to make sure they were safe to eat. His brother Emile was always impressed by Remy's sense of taste and smell. Secretly, Remy had a bigger dream than rubbaging through trash. He wanted to be a great chef, like his idol, Augusta Gusta Gusto. Remy had even read Gusto's book, Anyone Can Cook. Both the cookbook and the compost heap belonged to an old woman named Mabel. Mabel's attic was home to the whole colony, although Mabel had no idea the rats lived upstairs. One day, Remy sneaked into her kitchen to look for her spice. He heard Gusto's name. Remy learned that the great chef had died from a broken heart after his restaurant lost its five-star rating. Aww. Remy was so shocked by the news about Gusto that he didn't notice Mabel waking up. He and Emile scrambled to escape as Mabel chased them. In the chaos, the ceiling cracked and the entire rat colony fell to the floor. Sound the alarm! Evacuate! cried Remy's father, Django. As the rats headed out the door, Remy went back into the kitchen for the cookbook. He couldn't leave it behind. Unfortunately, Remy was left behind. All the other rats made it to the evacuation boats that were floating in the creek. Separated from his family, the little rat tried to use the cookbook as a raft, but was swept away taking a wild ride down the sewer pipes. When he finally came to a stop, he was all alone, hungry, and sad. Soon after, Remy began to dry out his precious cookbook pages. Magically, Gusto seemed to come to life on the page. Or was it Remy's imagination? If you are hungry, go up and look around, said Gusto. If you focus on what you've left behind, you will never be able to see what lies ahead. <laughs> and that's exactly what Remy did. He climbed up and up until he saw the restaurant sign. Gusto's. Paris, Remy said breathlessly. All this time I've been living underneath Paris. Wow, it's beautiful. 
Emmy looked to his left. His jaw dropped. He saw, saw the sign for Gusteau's restaurant. Your restaurant, Remy said to Gusteau. You've led me to your restaurant. For Remy, this was a dream come true. Remy perched atop the restaurant's skylight, looking down into the kitchen. At that moment, an awkward-looking young man named Linguini arrived with a letter for Skinner, the ill-tempered chef in charge of the kitchen. Linguini's mother had been a good friend of Gusto's. She wanted her son to have a job at the restaurant. Skinner had no choice. He hired Linguini as the garbage boy. A little while later, Linguini accidentally spilled a pot of soup. Remy watched in horror as Linguini secretly added water and ingredients to the pot in an attempt to fix the soup. Just then, Remy fell from the skylight and landed in the busy kitchen crowded with chefs. He scrambled to escape through an open window. Remy ran by the big pot of soup, then stopped short. It smelled horrible. Encouraged by Gusto, Remy thought this was his chance. Remy knew he could fix the soup. He jumped on, ton- on top of the stovetop and started tossing carefully picked ingredients into the pot. As Remy worked, he suddenly realized that a huge face was staring at him. It was Linguini. But Skinner was right behind him. Linguini quickly hid Remy under a colander. Skinner shouted at Linguini, How dare you cook in my kitchen? He fired Linguini on the spot. Before anyone knew it, knew it, the questionable bowl of soup was on its way to the dining room where an important restaurant critic was waiting to eat. Everyone in the kitchen was nervous as to what the critic thought about the soup. Word came back. The soup was delicious. The critic loved it. Skinner couldn't believe it, so he tasted the soup himself. It tasted incredible. Um, am I still fired? Asked Linguini. Reluctantly, Skinner gave Linguini a second chance. He assigned Colette, one of the cooks, to teach Linguini. In the commotion, Remy darted towards the window, but Skinner spotted Remy. After ordering Linguini to catch the rat in a jar, Skinner demanded, Take it away from here! Far away! Dispose of it! Go! Linguini didn't have the heart to throw Remy in the river. Instead, the young man started talking to the little rat. When Remy nodded, Linguini realized that Remy understood him. Linguini made a deal with his new rat friend. Linguini would let Remy out of the jar if the rat promised to help Linguini cook. But as soon as Linguini opened the jar, Remy ran for his life. Then he stopped. Remy felt guilty and turned back. He felt bad for Linguini, but he also realized that this could be his big chance to cook in a gourmet kitchen. 
Back inside the restaurant, Linguini hid Remy in his shirt as Remy tried to help the young chef with his cooking. But Remy kept tickling and biting Linguini to guide him along. Ouch! It didn't work very well. Finally, Linguini hid under Remy's under Linguini's chef's hat. In the bustling kitchen, the pair was about to collide with a waiter, so Remy tugged Linguini's hair. Linguini jerked backwards, like a puppet, just ducking under the waiter's tray. The young man was amazed. Could this be their new system? Linguini and Remy went home to practice cooking. Remy guided Linguini by tugging his hair. Before long, Linguini was chopping and mixing and pouring, all the while blindfolded. Linguini returned to Gusteau's and recreated the soup easily with Remy's help. Before long, Linguini was doing very well as the new cook. In the meantime, Skinner finally read a letter from Linguini's mother. In it, she said that Augusta Gusto was Linguini's father. Nobody knew, not even Linguini or Gusto. Skinner was horrified. He had thought the restaurant would be his. Skinner's lawyer reminded the chef that it was in Gusto's will. The will said Skinner would inherit the restaurant, but only if Gusto had no heirs. Now Linguini was a rightful owner. Skinner had to do something to make sure Linguini never found out. Oh, what a bad man. One night, as Remy was relaxing in an alley behind the restaurant, enjoying cooking success, a meal appeared. A meal led his long-lost brother to the rat colony's new home. Overjoyed, they held a party in honor of Remy's homecoming. Music and dance filled the sewer. Soon, Remy had to leave. He said that he had a job and a place to live with humans. Remy's father scowled and tried to convince his son that humans were dangerous. He took Remy to an exterminator shop that specialized in getting rid of rats. Against his father's wishes, Remy headed back to the restaurant. Meanwhile, at Gusteau's, Remy realized that Linguini was so smitten with Colette that the young man couldn't keep a secret. Just as Linguini was about to take off his chef's hat to reveal that Remy was the chef behind the cooking, Remy gasped. <gasps> no, no, whispered Remy as he yanked hard on Linguini's hair. Linguini jerked forward and kissed Colette. It was quite a surprise to all of them, but Remy's secret was safe for now. Not long afterwards, Remy found Gusteau's will and the letter proving that Linguini was the rightful owner of the restaurant. But Skinner spotted the rat. Remy grabbed the papers and ran. Skinner didn't want those papers getting into the wrong hands. He chased Remy to a boat but the chef ended up in the river. By the time a soaking wet Skinner returned to Gusteau's, Linguini 
knew the truth. Now it was his turn to fire Skinner on the spot. Over the next few weeks, the restaurant became extremely popular. But Linguini became arrogant and didn't think he needed Remy's help any longer. One night, the famous critic Anton Ego, the same person who ruined Gusteau's five-star rating, arrived and warned, I will return tomorrow night with high expectations. After Ego's announcement, Colette angrily dragged Linguini back into the kitchen, trying to get him to concentrate. Remy was also furious at Linguini's careless behavior and pulled his hair hard. Linguini snapped. He took Remy out to the alley and yelled, You take a break, little chef. I'm not your puppet. Remy was so angry that he brought the entire rat colony to the walk-in refrigerator and told his friends to take whatever they wanted. That's when Linguini returned to apologize. You're stealing from me? Linguini angrily asked Remy, I thought you were my friend. Get out and don't come back. Remy left the kitchen. The next day, Remy went back because he felt horrible and knew Linguini needed his help. Rat! shrieked all the chefs when Remy rocked through the door. Don't touch him, shouted Linguini. The truth is, I have no talent at all. But this rat, he's the real cook. All the cooks walked out, even Colette. Only Remy and Linguini were left to cook for Ego. Django stepped out of the shadows. I was wrong about you. About him, Django told Remy, referring to how Linguini stood up for the little rat. I'm proud of you. Django whistled and the rats filled the kitchen. We're not cooks, but you tell us what to do and we'll get it done. All the while, the health inspector watched through the door. Just then, Colette returned and agreed to help cook the dish Remy had chosen. Ratatouille. After sampling the meal, Ego asked to meet the chef. Linguini introduced Remy. Without a word, Ego walked out to pen his review. The next morning, Ego gave the restaurant a glowing critique. Unfortunately, the health inspector had closed Gusto due to rats. But soon, a new little bistro opened, La Ratatouille, which became famous for its delicious food. Ego was an investor. Linguini was the waiter, and Colette cooked along with Remy. The little rat's dream had come true. He was a chef at last. The end. Oof. That's pretty crazy, guys. A rat that's cooking had human hands to help him. And he's a chef just like he Yeah. Work hard, and your dreams come true. Isn't that what the chef Gusto said and when he was talking to Remy? Yeah, look up. Don't look where you've been. Look ahead. 
That's absolutely true. Well, guys, that is the end of our story and end of our time together. So until we read again, bye-bye now.